it going, Yamitators? Episode 76 with Matthew Broussard. This was a really fun one. We talked a lot about stand-up. We talked a lot about, just like a lot about stand-up. It was great. Uh, we talked about math, too. Uh, he's really good at math. I am not, so you'll hear all that. Um, go to facebook.com slash with Doug Culp. Go to iTunes and Stitcher. Please leave reviews and ratings and comments. Um, tell your friends, you know? Go to yamitat.com. There's a donate button from PayPal for the U.S. and Australia. There's a Yamazon link that should uh, should kick some money back to the show if you guys just buy your Amazon stuff through that. And then there's also an audible.com um, trial thing. So if you sign up for a 30-day trial, then that'll uh, kick money back to the podcast. You don't even have to like have the subscription or whatever, but... Yeah, if you don't like it, you cancel it or whatever. It still helps out the podcast. Duplex Comedy Suplex is still going really awesome. Last night we had Andy Peters, John Ungaro, Matthew Broussard, and Beth Stelling. And it was a really fun time. So, you know what? Just uh, look it up. Look it up on Facebook. Tell people about it and uh, come out to the show. At Dugathan is my Twitter. At Yamatat is the show's Twitter. And, yeah. Go ahead and yam it up with me and Matthew Broussard. I set my alarm for um, 11.30 on my computer. and But before, it was set for 12.30 p.m., so I didn't switch the a.m. to p.m. So my alarm didn't go off at 11.30 a.m. this morning, but my phone alarm went off at 12.30. So I was like, plenty of time. And then I was like rustling around and stuff. <laughs> and I was like, okay. Should have taken a little more time. What time you go to sleep? Uh, I went to sleep at five thirty, maybe. In the morning? Yeah. What do you do? Yeah, just like I, I did. I caught up completely on last week tonight. Really? I was like. You've seen every episode now. Yeah, I was like seven episodes behind. I think. Is it really good? It's super good. I haven't. I've never watched a full episode. I've watched did, a bit. Did you used to watch Colbert? I used to, I used to watch Daily Show and Colbert. Yeah. But people were like, oh yeah, last week tonight's so good. It's like, yeah, it's the Daily Show with no censorship, and they get a week to write it. Of course, it's gonna be amazing. Yeah, it's so good. And John you... Oliver is at the head, and he's just like, you know what I like about him? He has a, like, he's not as experienced. He's not as funny as John Stewart, and he's humble about it. Like when he did that week hosting, like there was just a humility about it. Like. He'll, he'll drop a joke and the crowd will laugh and will have to stop to pause for laughter. And you can see his eyes twinkle and you can see his little smirk because he's still not used to getting that much laughter. And it's like it's like he's, he's wide-eyed and he still really enjoys it. It's a rush. Yeah, you can see that he's... Whereas like John Stewart, he's just so comfort and, and at ease. It's almost just like... Yeah. Not to say that's worse, but I like... <laughs> I like... Oh, Oliver's a sweetheart. <laughs> so good. Uh, what were we talking about a second ago? You know, Star Wars wallet. Yeah. Who's your favorite Star Wars character? <sighs> Maybe Han. Han Solo? Mm -hmm. What about, like, more obscure? What about more, like, a... Uh... Sh I'm basically asking because I just want to say mine. Uh, yeah, what's yours? Darth Maul. Oh. 
That's not obscure. That's not obscure, but he's not. He's in one. He's in one episode. If you mean obs- by obscure, you like mean obscure, obscure. By like one, two, and three was an obscure time for his Star Wars fans. Then yeah, okay. Okay. <laughs> but he didn't talk much. You don't know anything about him. He just looks so good. <coughs> he just had such a cool look to him. That's that, true. Yeah. And he was pretty badass with a lightsaber. So. Yeah, the double sided. That's when I started getting all creative. <laughs> that was as as kids. Uh, my neighbors and I would Wait, sword fight. Were one, two, and three uh, movies for you as middle a kid? Middle school. Oh, middle school. Okay. Yeah. How old are you? I'm thirty-one. Okay, you're five years old. Yeah, yeah. Six, four, four. I when was, you turned thirty-two. I was in high school when episode one, two, and three started coming out. Oh, uh, I think three came out when I was in high school. One came out when I was like seventh grade. Oh, I was crazy about. It. I didn't know it sucked. I had no idea it sucked. <laughs> I saw it three times in theaters. I was like, oh, Jar Jar, whatever. I was just, the, the sword fights. And Anakin, I, I was like, I was similar in age to Anakin. I was like, I wanted, I wish I was like, I could have been that actor. I, I had the blonde bowl cut. I could have done it. Tip squeaky. Yeah, and maybe, like, acted well instead of what that kid did. Oh, man, Hayden Christensen, man. It was bad, too. That's Shots true. fired. I feel weird talking shit on actors now that I live in Hollywood because I'm afraid I'm going to be like next to them at the supermarket. Like, oh my God, I talk shit on them on a podcast. First of all, and I resp- it's, it's hard. Acting's hard. Firstly, they won't hear it. Yeah. Secondly, hey, hey, don't sell yourself short. <laughs> Whatever the name of this podcast is with that call. <laughs> exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, and then secondly, I'm sure he's heard enough shit about it from when they came out where it's like it just bounces off of them now yeah yeah like, I mean like someone like uh, someone going up to um <laughs> someone going up to John Leguizamo and being like dude the pest was like not good like well, I didn't no. see it I didn't see it but someone saying that to him like now and then him being like well yeah yeah I mean it was fine <laughs> That's not even a good comparison, though, because John Leguizamo's done other stuff. Hayden Christensen's basically done nothing else. That's true. He did that Lion- Jumper. Lions movie or something? Sec- Lions? Secondhand Lions, or was it someone else? That was, uh... Is that, is that, is that, <laughs> you that, know who that was? No. That was, um... Haley, Sixth Sense, Haley Joel Haley Osment. Haley Joel yeah. Osment? Yeah. Dude, he's come back. He was, he was on Tusk. I haven't seen it, but I heard it's really good. The first thing... I'm sorry to be so... Ugh, I hate that. I'm sorry I'm saying this. The first thing I ever auditioned for right. when I came to town, mm-hmm. uh, Haley Joel Osment got. Oh, what was it? Um, AI? I, I probably shouldn't say. Uh, no, no, no. I, I was just a year and a half ago. Uh, he's uh, the bad guy in the new Entourage movie. Mm. And, like, I, I just went in and, like, I, I, had, I bombed. An audition. It was like my first audition, so I bombed. <laughs> I was like, ah... Haley Joel He's a good villain. Got that giant head. Oh, that he's tiny body. the villain as Haley Joel Osment because everyone. No. Oh, okay. okay. No, no, no. He plays but, a character. Uh, and his dad. I know. I think. I think uh, Billy Bob Thornton is playing his father. Wait, was there only two people that got called in or like called back or what? N- no. No, I was. I, I was probably one of the original. However many dozens of people who, who went in auditions. <laughs> okay. Uh, and, and then you just heard it through the grapevine. And I heard later on they got. Yeah. Well, they probably just offered it out to him. Like, they're probably just like, who could we get for... Th-? And, like, he's, he's a... That's a fun actor to put... Like, oh, yeah. Entourage fans, like, they want to... Like, you want to cast the right people in that movie. So it's just like, oh, yeah, let's throw, like, an obscure childhood actor into that role. It'll get some buzz for the movie. Yeah, he's yeah. great. He was also in... I think he was in Spoils of Babylon. Did you see that show? No. 
It was IFC, and it was like narrated by Will Ferrell playing. He was playing this character oh, who was telling a story. Oh, my friend was involved with that. Tim, yeah, yeah, yeah. Tim Robbins and Topher Grace and Kristen Wiig. I oh. saw the pilot, and I liked it. And then, like, I got swept up in other shows that I like. What are the shows you like? Uh, I watch New Girl. I watch <laughs> Futurama, obviously. The oh, stuff on the wall. God, I love Futurama. I'm working on Check it out right now. I'm making a um, hypnotoad hypnotoad sculpture for my brother. I've made one before. My mom stole it, oh. and my brother wanted one, but he wanted it slightly different colors. So <laughs> I, I started it last night, and my brother's birthday is uh, day after tomorrow. That's awesome. Um, do you have a kiln? No, I do. Uh, I do polymer clay, so I do like sculpt. It's called sculpey, and I bake. You can bake it in your own oven at two seventy-five degrees. You can boil it. Um, That's awesome. And I've made Mr. Peppy. I've made Nibbler, and I've made a uh, hypnotoad. Uh, I'm sorry. Other shows you like? Um, God, I love Futurama. Yeah, uh, I still watch New Girl and Mindy Project. Mm. Pretty pretty solid stuff. Uh, <laughs> mouth it you can say I'm mouthing it. it we're not going we're not going there um, <laughs> they're good they're funny uh-huh fucking Ike Barinholtz can do anything oh um, he's so talented yeah he's so good um, have you seen uh, they also came Mindy can do anything uh Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt so good I started it couldn't keep you just wasn't you gotta go through have you watched uh Rick and Morty <laughs> I fucking love Rick that and is, Morty that is it might be better than Futurama I've seen the first season, which is the only season right now. Yeah. Um, They're coming back. Yeah. I think the second season will have started once this episode comes out, but... What's the delay? The delay of episode yeah. times? Let's see. This is coming out June 19th. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, I've got, got something of a backlog right now. But Rick and Morty. Rick and Morty. It's so good. I've seen the first season... Like please, a, listeners, please watch Rick and Morty right now. Stop what you're doing. All the episodes are online for free. You need to support shows like this. Yeah, they're on Hulu now. Oh, um, cool. So I've watched season one like 11 times through, I think. I watched it twice, but... Yeah, and then a few, a a few, of, those, a few of those times... That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, a few of those times watching it through were um, with commentary. Because they had two different commentary tracks for like almost every episode. I actually might do. That's one of those... I, I don't like to watch... I just feel like it's a law of diminishing returns thing. I don't like to watch a series more than once. Sometimes I'll watch one twice, if it's been a long time, but I feel like if I watch it multiple times, like, that time I could have spent watching a new... getting into a documentary or getting into a new series, because you want, like, um, not just for... Well, just to be a better... I say for comedy, but just to be a better person, it's better to experience a wide array of things. Rather sure. than dig too deep into one subject. Sure. You can ha- it's it's more you it's enriching. You can have more conversation more. Like if I watched instead of watching Rick and Morty, I'd watch the first season of The New Girl. Then, you know, I'd have something to talk about on dates. Like, <laughs> girls who watch The New Girl. <coughs> but I've caught things that I haven't seen on the previous like ten watches. Are you an before. active watcher? Yeah. I'm a very passive watcher. Uh, I clean my room. I'll have other screens open. If it's something I've seen before, I'll Unless do... I'm high. <laughs> I'm high. <laughs> Focus. Focus time. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'll I'll clean my room and stuff if, I've some, if it's something I've seen before or it's something that, like, um, there's not a lot of, like, sudden quick changes. Like, sometimes I can watch um, X-Files while I'm cleaning my room. Because, like, 
it's very like the same type of like something comes up they go and investigate mm-hmm. it's something badass it turns out to be an x-file and then they can't really fully explain it to assistant director skinner and then he's like this is the report you want me to file that's like that happens a lot on x-files but it's so good and so since since i know the structure i can like yeah it's like svu or something like that you know how every episode kind of breaks down right yeah um but we, X-Files is so good. Have I've you seen it? X-Files. Oh. I'll start. Still I love up. sci-fi. I'm, I'm, I'm a sci-fi guy. I didn't realize you were a sci-fi guy Firefly as well. and... Haven't. Oh, dude. Okay. Well, I've seen the movie related to it. Oh, but with the What's show... What's the movie called? The movie's called Serenity. Serenity. I was going to say Serendipity. <laughs> <laughs> nope. That's Sean Cusack and uh, Kate Beckinsale. Kate Beckinsale, <laughs> really? Yep. I know that because I saw that movie once. figuring is awesome right I got that at Comic Con it was the last year that anything Futurama was going to be at Comic Con so I was like okay Um, oh you know what happened the other night I was high and I found an episode of Futurama I've never watched really it was the Star Trek one I just I don't think I'd ever ever seen it oh it's so good it was a really good episode the one with the blob and it's keeping him on the planet yeah but just like the beginning (laughs) of the the episode where they were like there's just so many good moments in that episode. The mm-hmm. writing in Futurama, especially those first five seasons, was just like Simpsons level of like that joke was so silly, but it could have been done in any episode. Yeah, just so oh, it's so good. Um, it's so good. Like, yes, there probably is a chance that it might come back at some point, but I'm not I'm not holding my breath because they've gotten so many chances already. Yeah, and I didn't like the newer episodes <laughs> as did. much. Really? Yeah. Uh, Futurama's kind of always hit or miss. I feel like it's like episode by episode. Uh, Bojack Horseman? Yes. Yes. So good. So good. (laughs) And it sucked because the first three episodes were kind of slow. Like, I really was... I watched the first episodes like, ah, they they really dropped the ball. They had such high potential. And then just like, it was just after that, it was just a tornado. I was so tied up in it. Well, did you notice like little subtle changes in the set? Like, in the background? would stay the same uh, along with the story mm-hmm. that was going on. So remember when What's-Her-Face from Horsin' Around came over and like had a huge party. And, like, and she drew holes in the picture or something like that? Yeah, and someone lit the ottoman on fire. and uh, So then it was like half on fire because someone put it out. Probably Todd. But in the next episode, they're just walking in the living room and you see the ottoman and it's like half charred from that party. Yeah. <laughs> You know, what's funny is I listened to the uh, Dave Ross episode. Oh, And I yeah. was like, oh, they're just talking a lot about, like, really specific PC Mac stuff. <laughs> I was like, maybe when I go in, we won't be like that. We'll get, like, personal and raw. And then now we're just talking about sci-fi for <laughs> how long we're recording. It's only... 13 th- minutes? It's only 13 minutes so far. <laughs> yeah. Tangents. A lot of tangents. Good tangents. I, I have a few questions I pepper in throughout. Good. So are you... What did you... You went to college? <laughs> a little bit, yeah. Where'd you go? I um, I went to Brigham Young for a semester in U- oh, wow. Utah. I went to Mormon. Yeah, um, I went to UVSC, which is now UVU, which is like five miles down the road. Uvu, from... yeah. <laughs> yeah, Uvu. Everyone Uvu. knows Uvu. Sit, Uvu, sit. Good college. Um, <laughs> this thing in the back of your throat. Uvula. Uh, Uvula, yeah. <laughs> Uh, and then I went to Northern Kentucky University for a semester. Mm-hmm. My family lived in Kentucky, and that's where I went. Um, 
after Yeah, so I went on the Mormon mission for two years to Dominican Republic, came back. As a result, I speak Spanish. I'm shedding that for noise. Sorry, imitators. They're always like drilling something over next door. <laughs> I just imagine them like have a hole, like a giant hole in their wall, or just like a giant wall, and they just keep drilling holes into it. Because <laughs> it's every day. And he clocks in. Yeah. <laughs> and takes like cigarette and coffee breaks, just like scouts. Yep. A boss is working me to the bone. Um, what oh, did you like, study? Oh, so I just studied like generals, and then I studied Spanish. Oh, and then after Northern Kentucky University, I went to Palomar College, which is like a community college in San Diego County, sleepy little town. But I stopped going. I didn't even get an associates. This was eight eight semesters into college. And I was just like, what am I doing? Why am I still going to college when I don't need a degree to do what I want to do, what I love to do? All of this is stopping me. And, like, it's a barrier that I need to just be like, I can just walk around this barrier. <laughs> I am I am fascinated by... by you're a true nerd. And I mean that in a, in, as yeah. a compliment. There, there are a lot of... <laughs> nerd posers now where it's like oh I love comic book movies I don't read comic books but I love comic books it's like those are not here's my definition of a nerd it's when you're into something that uh, you shouldn't be into that isn't necessarily well when you're into something that isn't entertaining to what? the masses what well it's like okay here's the well, thing there's different if masses you really now. love Star Wars like, oh, I lo- I'm a nerd I love Star Wars yeah, but Star Wars was... They spent hundreds of millions of dollars for it to be entertaining. That doesn't make you a nerd. It makes you a consumer. <laughs> You're into a, a broad array of very specific sci-fi things. So I think that qualifies. And you're really into them. As uh, knowing... I guess people don't know that this room, your whole house, is just plastered with with, with posters and, and toys and, and, uh, and bed sheets and, and curtains. And it's beautiful. It's yeah. wonderful. And, and I love it very much. Um... But casual interest in these subjects gives people the right to call themselves nerds now, and I kind of resent that. <laughs> but I was really into math and science, and that's why I, I think I'm more... In, like That's why I enjoy Futurama, yeah. I think. It's also just straight entertaining and very good comedy. Right? That's why I enjoy Rick and Morty a lot. Yeah, uh, it's so good. But well, if I, So you're not really into math or science? No, I'm into science. I'm not really into math because I'm not good at it. Yeah, a lot of very few people are into math. Um, <laughs> it's it's a very rare breed. Yeah, um, I know. I knew this one girl who was like going to school for math mm-hmm. to be like a math teacher, and I was like, "What?" Once I <laughs> that was my goal. Really? That's what I wanted to do when I was in high school. I was going to be a math teacher. Yeah. Yeah. One of my main goals of school. And not being in school anymore was so that I wouldn't have to take math anymore. Oh. <laughs> I majored in math. I love math. Yeah? Yeah, but it's just, <coughs> the, I don't know why. Do you have a favorite equation? Yes. What is well, it? identity. What is it? E to the I pi. E to the I pi? E raised is... to the power of I times pi. Is that the crazy looking E? With the jagged no, edges? No, 2.7812 something something. What's that symbol? What's the E, e with the jagged edges? Yeah, the giant E with the jagged edges. The I, think e that was, I think that was the logo on Eminem's second album. <laughs> <laughs> the no. Album. <laughs> yeah. 
I've e seen, with the jagged edges. Yeah, it Uppercase looks, E or lowercase E? It, well, it looks like some weird, like, alien language E that's like, you're like, what is this doing in this equation? Is it I sigma? don't know. Huh? Is it a sigma? Maybe, yeah. That looks like a sigma. He just traced a sigma in the air. Uh, it looks like an E, but instead, yeah, it's like here. It's like jagged. Here, like, so it's like, right, so it's like this, and then it goes. Yeah, that. Yeah. Oh, that's sigma. That's a. It's not. It's not a number. It's a summation. Okay. So that's like you and you. You set the parameters where you start, where you end, and next to it's actually equation. So you take a sum of that, and you can do a finite sum. You can do an infinite sum. Okay. So like you could use that. If you're like, what is seven plus six plus five plus four plus three plus two plus one? You could. That's like how you could use sigma, a summation like that. So. The first sigma is the total sum of. Seven plus six plus five plus four plus three. No, plus that plus would be one. that would be sigma i equals one to seven of <laughs> i <laughs> or j if you're whatever uh, electrical engineer. I bet I bet someone right now is listening to this who like loves math too, and they're like, "Whoa, Doug is an idiot." <laughs> <laughs> It's it's hard to I get I'd have to on paper show what it is but uh, I'm not an idiot I'm just ignorant to math and I don't understand it and I'm ignorant to well I guess reading. that means yeah ignorant yeah. ignorant you're ignorant to what I'm very very get bad at like reading oh I, really I, I can make myself but it's 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 a lot of work I like but I still can't read like Wuthering Heights I still couldn't get through well I haven't read a lot of books that people have read like stuff that you was me too I've never read Catch Twenty Two I've never yeah. read uh, old Man in the Sea. I've never read Grapes of Wrath. Never read Grapes like, of Wrath. Um, the Wait, one, the one on the island. I always forget that one. The the. Nineteen eighty four. No, the island with the kids. Oh. You know. Yeah. That one. Mm-hmm. And I just was reminded the of the title. Of the flies. No. <laughs> Lord of the flies. Lord of the flies. <laughs> I said it. The taming of the shrew. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> taming of the flies. Lord of the shrew. Um, yeah, I, and people are like, oh, have you read blah, blah, blah? I'm like, uh, I immediately, like, I'm like, no. <laughs> I heard Brooks Whelan do a Grapes of Wrath joke. He was like, and, he, and they got all Grapes of Wrath, and I was like, dude, I want to go back and read those books just so I can have, like, tags like that, that, like, one third of the audience laughs at, and everyone thinks I'm super smart. Yeah. I need to, I need, yeah. What was the last book you read? Uh, Ready Player One, and I read it. Like, last year, I think. And I read it in, like, five days, which is insane because it's the only book I've read in the last, like, five years. Yeah. Maybe five and a half years now. But... Reading's hard, yo. It's such a good book. It's one of those books that I will go back and reread. And I don't read, like, on a regular basis, books. You want to talk about diminishing returns. People talk about reading a book a second time. Like, no, if I'm reading, I better be reading something new because I read... (laughs) Slowly. Three hours a year. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'll like, uh, the worst is like with articles online now. I start oh. so many articles. Yeah, because yeah. you're like, this seems interesting. And you're like, it's long. Facebook. It's long. You like scroll down to see how long it is. You're like, oh, I don't have that much time. <laughs> hey, do you have the internet open? Yeah. Can I, can I brag on something real quick? Yeah. What is it? You can edit this out. Go to Twitter. Go to my I'm Twitter. not editing any of this out. <laughs> Unless you say, like, is, seriously, please, can you please... Can I tell you, what? here's what I spent my whole last week. Twitter.com slash Monday Punday. And we can just go straight to my... Oh, Monday Punday, like that? Yeah. Okay. Um, scroll down. 
Click that. This one? Yeah. Oh! That's my baby! That's amazing. Thank you. He has sculpted BoJack Horseman. Yeah! Um, I love that show so much. To a realistic degree. That looks so good, dude. Thank you so much, man. He's got the... He's got the happy trail on there. He's got the chest hair. Cigarette. <laughs> Cigarette. Beer, beer bottle. Yeah. That's... I stayed... I was, like, how much do you over some stuff. How much do you sculpt? A lot lately. That's um, cool. I go back and forth between drawing and sculpting. Oh, Venom. That's... Symbiote. That's Spider-Man in the symbiote. So oh, psych. Because he doesn't have the mouth. That one's okay. <coughs> that was... Uh, that I was happy. Reptar. Uh, pretty small scale too. Also one of my favorite I should make you something. Sure. If you dude. request something like really, um, those are all the top bars. There's a lot of them the up there. Photos and videos. Right no, now? up above that. Oh, oh, oh. Um, great laptop, by the way. I, what do you? Oh, if you, I like to make like weird things, like hybrid characters or like oh. obscure characters. If you think something cool. Yeah. What about... Oh, that's such a good nibbler, dude. Thank you so much. Oh, man. These are all really good. Thank How you. long have you been sculpting stuff? So I did it from, like, age five to, uh, like, early high school, and then I picked it back up again after college. You know there's, like, a market for this kind of stuff. Dude, I'm so attached to them. <laughs> I mean, you know what I'm what trying if you to make, do? What if you make the same thing that you made, and then you... This is me. I, I this is me being really immodest. My whole I'm trying to be more. I'm trying to be less braggy. But I got a message from uh, the woman who designed the art for Bojack Horseman, and oh. I really want to give that to someone on the show. I usually don't like giving away sculptures, but I really want to. Yeah, dude. Like, that'd be so cool knowing it's sitting there. Oh, and there's your Meeseeks. Mr. Meeseeks. Oh man, I'm Mr. Meeseeks. Look at me. <laughs> this is just straight nostalgia. Yeah, if you guys go to at Monday Punday, P-U-N-D-A-Y, then uh, you'll see all these things that we're looking at. Is that a baby Yoshi? That is a baby. You remember how you would feed it three things? Yeah. But it was weird because the, that was the art they used for that game, and they basically never used those Yoshis again. They just made them <laughs> smaller for Yoshi's story. <laughs> well, no, no, that's not true. The new Wii U games. Isn't it weird that the new Wii U Mario games are like... Uh, they're back to side-scrollers, kind of, right? Yes. They haven't made, like, a really awesome Mario game yet for... They haven't made, like, an insane... Holy shit. Well, do you remember Mario Wii 64? Like, just the... It was, like, Super Mario Brothers Wii. Like, that's what they called it, and there could be four players on the screen. Yeah, like, that was the one. That's but, fun, dude. Oh, Mario Galaxy was unbelievable. I, never, I didn't... I played t Galaxy 2. I didn't play get Mario Galaxy because I didn't get it. Like, how you're supposed to, like wind the controller up and stuff because Wii was still pretty new at that point point. Uh -huh. and I was like I don't know what to I loved all those games like 64 was amazing yeah Sunshine was I really didn't, good I didn't like it because I was like what am I cleaning up the world here yeah okay. it was it was a little too removed from that <laughs> world of like show me like I want to kill bad guys I want to kill I want to kill stop. them yeah, and instead you're yeah. introducing all these characters I like the traditional <laughs> 64 was like one of the most, uh, it was just a perfect game Mario 64 yeah um Galaxy was good Galaxy 2 was good um I'm I'm, gonna, I'm like huge nostalgia have you wait shoot you know what sculpture I'm working on right now what you know who uh What's his name? Uh, Christopher Smith Bryant. Christopher Bryant Smith. Shoot. I don't know. He's such a good guy. Uh, he's a comic. He's really cool. He's a. He calls himself a gamer with a Y. He's gay and he loves video games. Uh, he's really. He's really funny. He's a really nice guy. He oh, Mega Man. That'd be a 
fucking sweet one. My friend really wants a Link combined with Mega Man. I don't know how how I do that. That'd be really fun. I want a Link and a Mega Man. <laughs> hey there, don't judge me. I started sculpting yesterday. I figured out what it was yesterday and instantly just busted out clay. I was like, I'm making this. Uh, Lele. They're making a yuka. You haven't heard of it? What? No. Open up Google right now. <laughs> Open up Google right now. Can I just do a Yahoo search? <laughs> <laughs> Alright, there you go. Y-O-O-K-A space L-A-Y L-E-Y uh, Click the Reddit link, the second one. Mm-hmm. No, 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 I'm sorry. Go back and click the third one. Here we go. That. Meet Yuka and Lele. And then click the actual Meet Yuka Lele link. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there you go. So, do you remember a little game called Banjo Kazooie? Yeah, barely. Oh, really? I didn't really play it. Scroll that down. A lot. So, these guys were in Banjo Kazooie? No, no, these, they're basically. They can't, they can't make Banjo Kazooie again because the rights or whatever, but all of the designers from Rare have made these two characters. It's a, it's a bat. Uh oh. It's a bat riding out. Yeah. <laughs> it looks so adorable. Yeah, where's that sound coming from? Get out of here. Okay. Yeah. I okay. That's if pretty you cool. don't really they're, love Banjo Kazooie, that's probably not very exciting. They're adorable little guys from <sighs> uh Yeah. Uh looks cool. You spelled Andy Haynes wrong on your podcast, I by the way. Oh, but I story. spelled it right on everything else. Okay. I No no, this is right. That's right. H A Y I saw it on the actual iTunes page. It's wrong on there? Yeah, it is. Son of a bitch. That's why I'm here. Um, I thought I changed it back. Because I spelled it wrong, and then I was like, oh, wait. Because uh, I saw it somewhere, and then I was like, dang it, it's with a Y. Sorry, Andy. <laughs> He's a good dude. He's really funny. He's awesome, yeah. Um, so what are the, have you peppered in any of the questions yet? No. How long have you been doing stand-up? A little under four years. Okay. Yeah. And you do stand up for a job now. We talked about that. Yeah, yeah. I do colleges and I work with MTV. On okay. Some stuff. Cool. MTV too. They're really good to me. And what do you all the What stuff. do you work on there? I'm on a show called Guy Code. I was cast member in the last season of Guy Code, and I host a show coming out uh, called Not Exactly News. Huh. Which a uh, very fun. So it's like really a funny show. news show. Uh, it's an internet clip show, but we treat all the the uh, all the stupid YouTube clips. Like they're breaking news. Uh, it's, it's really okay. It's really uh, well written. I wasn't a huge part of the writing process. The writing team was a bunch of really sharp, really funny guys. I, probably people you've you've interviewed before. I believe. Maybe. You know Solomon? Have you read Solomon on the show? Giorgio? No, Danny Solomon. Uh uh-uh. uh No, okay. I think he's a writer. Um, Will Anderson. They're all really uh, funny people. Zach Sherwin, Matt McCarthy. Yeah. Um, but okay. That's awesome. So, what uh, what are some like comedy goals you have? I want to do something with science. I've always said that I'd love to do. It's I'm sure a thousand people have said this, but like what the Daily Do- Daily Show did for politics and news. Yeah. The way you can make it like extremely informative and like some people might like. I'm sure there's like some super huge like news junkies who are like. Oh, you get your news from the Daily Show, but it's like that's where I get my yeah, news. It's a great place for news. Like yeah. it's it's biased, but that's most news. But is. you take the story, and yeah. then if you're really interested in it, then you'll look at it more exactly. online. Yeah. And, and and they make it informative. They also make it really funny, and that's that's what comedy is capable of doing of yeah. sugarcoating things and 
So uh, that think, with science? I'd love to do that with science. That would be and so that cool. Been done, but maybe not in daily show format, but just like, I mean, Bill Nye was great. And if you made it, a, like, if you if you yeah. tweak that, you could have... Well, you could have a different comic on every time. Yeah. And just, I just want to, like, and I, then you I could, like, like teaching. You I know could, it sounds lame. I love teaching. Well, you could teach them something science-related. Yeah, exactly. It's still, still a funny show. Yeah, that's one of my goals. And then, just, you know, like, I love sitcoms. I love, like, any of those kinds of, like, 30 Rock. To be on. Right, be on one, write for one, yeah. whatever. Yeah. Whatever. And then, obviously, do stand-up. So, yeah. whatever. Um, keep doing my stand-up. Yeah, if, if I could, if I can uh, pay my bills doing this. That'd be really neat. If I can't, you know, there's other options. Um, I'm being a teacher. Well, you've been paying your bills doing this, so that's good. Yeah, for a little while. Yeah. <laughs> you go back to being a financial analyst. <coughs> do that. No way. Has anal in the title. Then you have to, like, be really particular about how things are on your desk. and. Yeah, I was bad at it, too. <laughs> I'd love to go back to school. If I had it, what would you do if you had it to quit doing comedy? Yeah, quit doing comedy. Uh huh. Or knowing you couldn't make a living out of it, it just had to be a hobby. What would you do for your full time work if you had to you know, do something else? Oh my gosh! Um, Is that 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 harsh of a thought to you? I think about yes. that every day. Of like. Well, if this doesn't pan out, what would I... Because I, I don't know. No, I never... like. Cause... I'm, I'm all about contingency plans. A lot of people in LA have none of any kind. Well, because I do Good have... I do have none, and I'm like going full force, like, like this is what I want to do like for the rest of my life. Like I want to make people laugh for the rest of my life. Mm-hmm. And if that was taken away... Oh, man. I don't know. I'd probably like... Because I've never like been like depressed before as people talk about on stage where they're like oh yeah i uh i guess that's depression i didn't know i was depressed or whatever like i've never because i'm positive i like to stay oh, that's so refreshing but like so I, rare in comedy everyone I, thinks they have to be depressed <laughs> and broke and yeah i'm not depressed life. i fucking love life every day okay i have this thing that i've been saying like usually when i'm high and usually when i'm laughing Are you high a now? lot uh, I'm coming down from last night, but like not not too much. So, so I have this thing that I say, and I say this is the best day of my life, and like I'm like hysterically laughing at something that just happened, something on at midnight, some stand up, whatever, some comedy, and because if the best day of your life is already behind you, that sucks, right? Yeah. Yeah. Because people are always like. Ah, the day I got married was the best day of my life. And you're like, dude, you better... If the best day of your life is behind you? Come on. I don't think what the be- oh, I know what the best day of my life was. What? I know what the second best day of my life was. <laughs> what? Oh, it's so lame. It's so lame. When you've solved an equation? No, but that was one of my favorite moments in high school. Like, what was I did in high school? I wish I could erase my brain and relearn it. I was like, what? I was like sitting there pounding my chair like an audience member at a taping of Mari. I was like, what? Um, when you figured out the equation? When the teacher was explaining. Because it was on the board all year. Oh, yeah. I had seen it. I was just like, that's, that's fucking crazy. How could you put those three crazy ass numbers together and get negative one? Yeah. That's fucking nuts. Lies. Um, <laughs> uh, and you hadn't learned uh, Plato's constant yet. What's Plato's constant? It's that equation that you learned. <laughs> <laughs> I believed it. 
I think one of the best days of my life was a first semester of college junior year. Wait, what was the equation called that blew your mind? Oh, Euler's identity. That's that's yeah, the one I was talking about. Oh, oh, what's it called one more time? Euler, E U L E R, Euler, Euler's identity. Euler's identity. Uh huh. Oh my gosh. I believe <laughs> this guy made this equation. Then he was like. This is what I will forever be known no, by. No, he's known for his constant, and I don't <laughs> think he even made the equation. I think it was probably named after him retro. Like it was discovered later, but Euler uh, discovered the e, which is everyone talks about pi being the most important number. E is so fucking huge. People just don't understand. E makes Energy, all right? of. Energy, no, no, no. E, e is 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 two point seven eight one two. Uh, Wait, blah 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 blah. What does the e represent? E is the. This is, it's it's hard to even explain. The letter after D, I know that. Yes. It is, so Before basically, F. <laughs> E to the X, E raised to the X power, Yeah. the derivative of that is equal to E to the X. It is the only function, it is the only non-trivial function whose derivative and an integral is equal to itself. Nope. That makes all of calculus possible. <laughs> that is a graph whose slope at any point is also equal to its value at any point. That is... It's everything's possible based on that. All of everything. I mean, everything past calculus, like jet propulsion, uh, just so much. I mean, finance, interest rates. Uh, it's it's so important. It's so it's such and a beautiful. And it's all life. because of e. Uh huh. And it's actually very easy to calculate. It's one plus one plus one over two plus one over two times three plus <laughs> one over two times three times four plus one over two times. Um. Yeah, I think it's something like that. No, no, that might be. That might be wrong. Please don't judge me. When you're me. saying 1 over 2, you're saying half, right? Yes. 1 over 2. One it's over actually two sum, times. that's crazy E, 1. Sum 41. Sum 41. We did it. Yeah. We did it. <laughs> what is sum 41? Sum 41 would be 40 times 41. No, no, 41 times 42 divided by 2. So that'd be. Oh, wait. So sigma means sum. And when you put it next to, so say An I equation. Did, say yeah. I said sigma four. You know, that it's not means really... sigma. Uh, no, no. No, it'd be <laughs> nice if it meant that, but it, it it can mean that if you have the right parameters. <laughs> okay. Sigma f with you put when you put underneath is you put i <laughs> equals and then the lower bound and above it you put the top bound. So you could do sigma from uh uh x equals one yeah. to four. And then uh, the equation next would just be x because you're taking it. But if, if it was x squared, then it'd be 1 squared plus 2 squared plus 3 squared plus 4 squared. So it's whatever the equation is. Oh. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's the notation. Oh, best mo best day of my life? Yeah. Oh, God. I hope she isn't. My, my girlfriend in college was like the first girlfriend I had. I, was, I didn't have any girlfriends in high school. And then in college, I couldn't get a girlfriend the first two years because I was too crazy and weird. Yeah. Uh, and then we hung out. We were, uh, it was just great because it was college. You know what I mean? We just, mm -hmm. just hung out together in the dorm. We, you know, lived in the adjacent dorms, and and uh, it was just like one day after a party. I was, we were supposed to do homework. We were supposed to work, and we just chilled in my room all day, and it was really great. It was really wonderful. Best day of your life? It was one. And then at night we went out and uh, we got uh, chicken strips from Whataburger, and didn't do anything the whole day. I think we got up for lunch. And then we just chilled in the room all day. And it was just a really... Sounds nice. It was a nice day. Yeah. If I could relive any day of my life, it would be that day. Okay. Yeah. Second best day? You said second best. Uh, <laughs> career related. It was it was the day I got the email that I was on... Um, NACA? Uh, no, uh, Advice House Party. That was Oh, nice. cool. That was cool. And Did that air already? 
Yeah, I was. I was. I was. I was uh, a while season back, one? Like two years ago. Okay. Like season one. Yeah, and that was a big, big break for me. I That's probably didn't awesome. deserve it. And how'd the How'd the set feel? Like it was probably pretty chill and like. It was. <laughs> it was just crazy electric energy, just wonderful. Like, uh, the crowd was so good, and like yeah. there were. I remember just being. I remember like two or three parts where it's like I wish I got a bigger laugh, but overall they were really on my side. So they were like a rowdy crowd. Yeah. But it was just like, wow, I'm actually doing this. I'm actually doing, like, this was such a big, that's such a, I don't know if anything will ever feel that good again in terms of accomplishments. <laughs> because that's such a big benchmark of, like, getting to do, MSG stand-up on Comedy Central. Like, MSG. What's MSG? Madison Square Garden. Still wouldn't feel as good as that. That was such a big thing. <laughs> whatever the next things are, I don't know what the next things would be. You know, whatever, a late night spot or, like, a half hour. If I'm ever so lucky to, to Sioux Falls, this. Sioux Falls, Iowa. Sioux Falls, Iowa. Getting performance. <laughs> Sioux Falls, Iowa. I don't know. I don't know. I'm just, I'm just naming something that's like in the middle. Uh, who is it? Is it landing uh, my first regional commercial? That would be the biggest. <laughs> oh. <laughs> who was it that? Um, or and where? She, I, mean, that's, I, I feel so gross saying like, oh, I'm getting on TV is the best. Well, like I should be focused on the art and I should be focused. No, on... No, but it wasn't like. It was, it was a that... big break, and th- it yeah. was the day I got the email because I'm, I was going through some really. I was a financial analyst, and I just didn't know where my life was going. I was feeling torn apart by comedy and finance because both were going well. Yeah. And uh, I think I bombed the night before. Yeah. And it was six weeks to the day after the audition. I had really high hopes. I shouldn't have because I did a showcase in Austin, and they never pick people from outside of LA and New York. And I remember that night, I got to sleep too late. I got to sleep like one in the morning, two in the morning. I work at nine, which was like bad. I did that too much. And uh, how long was your spot? Like five minutes? Yeah. And I went to sleep and. Uh, I had two nightmares. One nightmare was about like a really awkward interaction with my ex that we had to like share. Uh, we had to share a, 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 a whatever, not apartment, like a con, a con, whatever. We, when you go on spring break, okay. that I was in college when we were on spring break, and we happened to be in the same place. House, yeah, and we were like arguing house. in front of all of our friends. Mm-hmm. And the next dream I had, I was in a in a skyscraper that was falling over, and I woke yeah. up terrified. And I woke up from that nightmare <laughs> an hour early at like seven thirty. And, um, hour early for what? Work? For what I would have normally woken up. So I was like, okay. and I was already low on sleep. And I checked my, I rolled over, I just looked at my phone, I checked my email, and I had an email that was just like, hey, are you available these days? Mm-hmm. And it said, uh, Adam Levine's house party. It was, I, <laughs> even then I got it wrong. And I read that, and it was such a, I woke, and I, I didn't go back to sleep. Like, I was like, I should go get another hour of sleep, but I was oh, like, that's yeah. just. Wow, yeah, and I was energy. so tired the whole day. Mm-hmm. I remember like every I was. I remember like going to Whole Foods that day, and they're like, "How are you?" I was like, "It's the best day of my life. Today's the best day of my life. How are you?" <laughs> that was a great. Day. Those are the two best. Uh, I'm sure there was like some weird day where I didn't do much, and it was still really wonderful. I had a really wonderful day the other week where I just woke up, swam went with my friend to the West Side. We like just sat around in a friend's music video, and then I got high at my friend's apartment or mm-hmm. a new friend's apartment. I forgot what we did after that, but it was like. I think I went out and did a spot later that night, and it was just like just a, a wonderful good day. day. Just a good yeah. some. Those are some of the best days. Like, I love those days where you're just like, I didn't do much, I didn't but, do much it but I was, was around people. Awesome. Yeah. Imagine how much weed factors on that now that I smoke because I didn't smoke till I was 22. I didn't smoke till I was 30. Wow. Yeah. Isn't it great? Yes. It's so much better later in life. Yeah. There's no way as, I can appreciate as a high schooler, so much. Like your emotions are already so high. <laughs> Or so sporadic as, as a high, high school, schooler. your lows are low, your lows are low, yeah. and your highs are higher as a high school than I'll ever achieve naturally now. <laughs> yeah. Like, I would just cry for no reason in high school, and I'd, like, fucking... I mean, I still get... That's the beauty of what we do. Were, you, we st- were you bullied in high school? 
split in middle school, and I did. I didn't. I got picked on first half of high school. Um, not not like horrifically, but I didn't fit in. I tried to fit in. I couldn't. Um, okay. I had no friends. High school? Yeah. I think maybe towards the end of high school I got friends, but I had no people to hang out with. So I you was were just, a nerd in high school. Um. Yeah. Uh, sure. I got. I just. I. I didn't. I had poor social skills, and I. I didn't have a, a group of friends. Maybe because I was. Maybe because. Maybe because I was prickly, or maybe I just chose to be alone. <laughs> but I got really into school. I got yeah. really, really into school because that was the only place I could find approval. I got really into swimming, and I. And when I worked hard in math and science, the teachers would approve. My parents loved it, and I did like yearbook, and it was just a way. I felt, it was the only way I could find validation because no one invited me to parties. I didn't drink. <laughs> yeah, I didn't drink either. I don't. Yeah. I don't still don't. Drink. I should have. <laughs> I should have drank in high school. <laughs> just a little bit. I mean, I, I, I still embarrass myself when I drink, so I can't imagine what fucking 17, 16-year-old me would have said to the girl he liked when he was drunk. Well, there's people still today who, are who like, get drunk, like, a lot during high school, and then once they turn 21, they're like, eh, I'm over it. <laughs> yeah. I got over it really quick. I don't, I just don't enjoy it that much anymore. Yeah. I do it as, like, a write-off of, like, you, you should be drinking more. Because it builds more memories and it builds stronger friendships. <laughs> but it also kills some memories if you drink, <laughs> drink too much. That's what weed does. No, I smoke alone. My too memory much. has gotten better since I started smoking. Like I, it's counter counter to the 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 zeitgeist. Yeah, the zeitgeist uh, and whatever is out there. But yeah, yeah, it's gotten better. I think it makes you more. It actually does make you more creative. And I say that because I am a uh, I'm a left brain person, math, logic, you know, yeah. computer programming. I've done it, done all that stuff for so many years now that my brain just works very, in a very regimented and in a way it, it frustrates a very, very non creative. Just if this then that, if this then that, yeah. and that's a terrible way to write jokes. <laughs> what you want is like the random detail that yeah. really bam, like that's yeah. so crazy. Billabong. Yeah. That's a good detail. Exactly. Like, then people go, oh yeah, Billabong's a thing. Yeah, exactly. And then we will turn off your linear thinking and turn on lateral thinking, so you'll just jump to random thoughts more at ease, and it can help with writing. It also makes bad jokes seem like good jokes. Um, that's true. That's true. I've written stuff where I'll look at it the next day and go, oh, that's not as funny as I thought. I thought Almost it everything, yeah. <laughs> Or you'll just write down a premise. But like, it can, yeah, it can be a good, go? it can be a good premise or a good root, and then you're like, oh yeah, I wanted to write a joke about it, but I didn't have the mental capacity to write it last night, so mm -hmm. I just wrote the start, and then you can be like, oh yeah, that that is funny. I um, I remember <laughs> I did uh, there's a song, it is funny. Uh, there's a song called Paris by Geographer. That's one. Of, that's a great song, and I listened to it probably a hundred times. I knew all the lyrics, okay. and I was driving home one night high. And I was just like, oh, oh, this song's just about him trying to get a girl to fuck him before he leaves town. <laughs> oh, but he does it really poetically. And I was like, I've listened to that song a hundred times sober. And the one time I listened to it high, I'm yep. like, oh, that's exactly. And then I listened to it again when I wasn't high. And I was like, yeah, I solved it. It took being high to solve it. Oh, this is really cool. And in college, I majored in math. The hardest class I took was a class called Analysis. Uh, crazy, it was just proofs, there were like no numbers in the whole course, it was all these abstract sets, convex sets, ma mapping, all letters? these weird, what's that? Letters and the equations, or what? Letters, equation. it was just like, like in-dimensional space, infinite dimensional space, like all these weird proofs that were like super abstract, super uh, ethereal. Um, and theoretical? I mean, it was all, <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. it was theories, theorems, uh, what, what are they, what's the, there's something other than theorems, they're called, um, Constance? corollaries, um, Constants, that's constants, right? sure. 
Yeah. But let, yeah, and let, there's an let, equation let something be an, a, a, a mapping, let blank be a map. So it's the, you don't actually get the equation. It's like, let this be a mapping from n-dimensional set to an n plus one-dimensional set. Nope. Something like that. No. So it was all really crazy stuff. <laughs> I never understood any of it. I just thought, like, and I used to do homework with this, this guy named Stefan Goshev. He was a brilliant mathematician from South America, okay. uh, South Africa. Um, he was one of the best in his country. He was like, I might have been the top math Olympiad in yeah. high school. Yeah. Uh, good looking, charming. Um, and we do homework together. And the homeworks were just like six problems. Just six problems. It'd only take maybe half a page to write out the whole problem. But it would take us hours because you'd have to have a stroke of genius for every uh, every oh, every problem. Man. And we would just be doing homework sometimes. We'd, be like, we'd just be, we'd, we'd look through all the problems and get one or two of them. And then we'd have four more to do. And he'd, he'd be like, one second. He'd walk outside and he'd come back in. And we'd sit back down, and I'd, I'd smell, and I'd be like, do you smoke weed? He goes, yeah, it'd help with my lateral thinking. <laughs> and then we'd solve them. That's awesome. Weed helped him. Weed helped him solve them. Yeah. Yeah. Because it, it breaks you out of, like, the box that your mind is like, Yeah. this needs to be, this square is one item, and then you're like, hi, and then you're like, well, it's like four segments, and then you, like, break it open, and then you're like, but then also... Like, those segments could also be segmented, and then you can, like, make another shape. And then I just made another shape in my mind. <laughs> That's how math works, yeah. Are you sure you weren't also? Did you not study math as well? I've been watching, you know what I've been watching? <coughs> what? Brian Green, astrophysicist, famous astrophysicist, wrote oh. Elegant Universe. So he's like... I heard his uh, episode of You Made It Weird. Yes. It was good. Uh, he's like... He's a, a less sexy version of Neil deGrasse Tyson, but he does he appeals to a smarter crowd than Neil deGrasse Tyson because Neil deGrasse Tyson doesn't doesn't get into the math. He's a physics celebrity. He is, but he's also like actually astrophysics celebrity. I think yeah, he's also a particle. He has an <laughs> online course you can watch on general relativity, and I'm like a third of the way through, and I've been watching it, and it's so interesting. I get high and watch lectures and do problems. And it is so fun. It is so fun. The math is very simple. Yeah. The, the hardest thing we've had to do, we, the hardest thing I've had to do sitting alone at my computer at one in the morning is uh, Pythagorean theorem. That's it. There's no calculus. A squared plus B squared equals C squared. That's right. Just I know that with, one. Yeah. Mark one for me in the smart corner. Hells yeah. Um, now, no, actually, now we're getting into trigonometry because we're doing uh, rotated coordinate systems. Sine, cosine, tangent. Yes. I took two weeks of trig and dropped it. Senior year of high school. Trig was, uh, trig was my least favorite. Trig was far and away my least favorite. Well, I liked about. geometry because geometry I was like, I love. shapes. And then trig was like, shapes plus. Like, it was yeah. like, it was like, here's geometry. Yeah, and now here's trig with lots more stuff to learn. And then I was like, what am I doing? I really had this moment. In high school, senior year, where I was like, I don't want to think that much. It's my senior year. <laughs> I didn't take any AP classes. Uh, I took I took calculus and I loved it my yeah. senior, year. but I wasn't I wasn't working. For, I took calculus and physics and I loved it. And then I just because those are actually interesting classes to me. <laughs> but I, I phoned in in history and English. Yeah, I yeah. dropped I dropped trig and I picked up Welcome Center, which was I was sitting Welcome at Center. this half circle desk in front in the front of the school. And then when people came into the school, because it was an indoor school, mm-hmm. so everything was inside, and I was, like, at the hub. So they would come up to me and be like, oh, I'm here to see blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, well, there's the office down there. They can tell you. And that was a class? Yeah. And I didn't get any credit for it, and I was totally fine with it. <laughs> they were like, okay, 
so you're not going to get a credit. Is that is that okay? And I was like, you get paid? having my last period of the day to just do nothing? Yeah. I'm Did totally, you ever do homework? I didn't get paid. No. Uh, <laughs> homework was hard. But that was indicative of, like, high school. Uh, I didn't... I did homework, but just, I don't know. Welcome Center was so easy. What is that? What is that a picture of? That's all the good guys on the left and all the bad guys on the right from Axe Cop. Oh, okay. Wow, that animation is beautiful. Yeah, he's incredibly talented. Is that the show that, um, like, Ethan a kid Nicole. just told stories and they yeah. just animated it? Ethan Nicole. Nick, uh, Nick Rutherford wrote for them, right? I don't know. Okay. Uh, Ethan Nicole... And his younger brother, Malachi Nicole. So Malachi was five when he first started this comic. But it was Ethan's idea. Because they were just playing. And then he was like, this is actually like pretty funny. Like I think people would like to see this in a comic. And he started it as this little webcomic. And then like a couple months later, people were like sending a request. Because it, he would do this section called Ask Axe Cop. So basically he would... The older brother would ask his little brother a question about Axe Cop, and he would answer it, and then but in comic form. Oh, it's so good. I need to watch that. To, there's a lot of stuff I need to watch. Yeah. What it's, are your favorite shows? I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Back to this one again. I didn't I didn't mention Arrested Development, Firefly, and um, uh, Breaking Bad. Have you watched Better Call Saul? I've watched it yet. It's so good. Um, what is your favorite part about doing comedy? Um, one of my favorite things in the world is, um, a new joke when you're just like, it's fun, it's fun to expand on jokes. Most of my writing is expanding on jokes, but when you just go up there and you just have one little line, just this, this premise and all you have is one thing that might be a punchline. Yeah. Right? And you're just like, God, I hope it works. And God, one mm-hmm. in 10, probably less than one in 10 times it works. Yeah. And then you try it and that line works. And you didn't even think it was... And it was the well, first maybe, time you said it, it on the stage. the first time you said it on stage, and yeah. it gets that, it gets a laugh. And you, don't, you don't trust the crowd because they're small, and you're working out in a small room, and it's just <laughs> like, oh, that's potential. Yeah. And maybe, and then you start to see it start working, but it's just like, for me, it's that, that's a toehold. Whatever that premise is, toe now hold. I know whatever I start saying about that, whatever jokes I try and don't work, that's my exit strategy, right? As a closer? You as mean? the closer on that portion of the joke whatever oh, I'm talking about okay, whatever the okay. theme might be right, because right, I like right. to pick themes it was like a joke to me is what, some some theme and it's in the, uh, usually my jokes end around three minutes yeah. uh, three four and they, they take me about a year to write it takes me about a year to write a really good three four minute joke um, but you get that one toll of like that line no matter what happens I have that line and I can boom we're out we can start a new subject yeah. but that is just like the potential in that moment like that got a laugh mm-hmm. they got a real laugh they got some claps and now, I can just, anything I want to build up to. It's mathematical. Now I have. It's mathematical. It's, it's analytical. Extremely mathematical. Yeah. And just that new joke working. It feels better than any old joke working. Yeah. Or when the new joke, like, actually gets some, like, mm-hmm. you know, when it actually gets some claps, and it gets like that, that, that you can tell, this is the thing, when you do comedy, you, you, your ears are so adjusted for not just laughter, but exactly what kind of laughter yeah. it is. Is it how many of the people, <laughs> is it a couple people laughing really loud, the rest of them not? Is mm-hmm. it, a, the best is, best thing in the world to me and this is actually one of my favorite moments in my life is those you get a couple chuckles yeah and then there's silence and then there's a big this room all of a sudden everyone gets the joke at once. <laughs> it took three, it's a grenade you throw it you wait 
and then boom. And it's so scary as a comedian <laughs> to pause for laughter yeah. and not get it, yeah. right? And and I, I learned, I have a couple punchlines like that, but, but now if I can find a punchline, it's the best feeling. I know a lot of comics don't necessarily write that way, but it's the best feeling. How I remember about, the first time. I remember the first time I got one of those laughs. How about when you do an older joke that you know works, mm -hmm. and then you do it, and then there's an applause break somewhere in there, and you're like, that wasn't there before. Yeah. This is great. Yeah. Yeah. I'll, I'll hold. <laughs> I, don't, I don't pay much attention to it. It's funny, because I hear some comics, like, count applause breaks. Like, I got, like, four applause breaks. I'm like, that's weird. I don't uh, want, I don't like a, like, that's like... <laughs> I wasn't laughing hard enough, but I still liked it. I want you to laugh, ultimately. Like, it's cool. It's cool people clap. Well, the, the applause break comes from, like, respect. either either respect from, like, an act out, or... Yeah, and I don't do those. Or it comes from, like... Profundity. Holy shit. Like, I never even... And they're laughing at the same time while applauding. Yeah, too. Or there's a third kind where we're like, yeah! Religion is dumb. <laughs> yeah. Bush was pandering. Pandering it's pandering. It's That's what exactly yeah. what it's called. I had a joke that was, uh, I remember it was <laughs> Women. Like, women are the greatest. Ah. Yeah. yeah and then everyone, so I think women are smarter than which, men. I hate, those are like my, it's, it's funny how much I can turn on a crowd <coughs> for being too enthusiastic. But like, if you're whooping and clapping, like, kind of fuck you. Like, I mean, I know you're enthusiastic to be here, but that's not what a comedy show is to, like, uh, it's just like a, uh, you know, like the bar crowds, like the fratty crowds. Yeah. Yeah. It's like the, yeah. Um, yeah. I don't like, I don't want to like take away whatever joy they're feeling in that moment. But at the same time, I'm like, get a little quieter, please. <laughs> or cat calling. That's the weirdest. That's the best. Oh, I hate it so when much. When I get cat called on stage, I'm like, Phew. I know ladies. I know. <laughs> Still single. <laughs> so I'm single. Woo! Yeah, um, that's the best, man. That's the best. My favorite movie. <laughs> what if I was sincere and I was just like, seriously? Dude, I feel so bad for anytime, girls. Anytime, anytime. Girls who get cat who get cackled, that must really suck. Yeah. I guess you can, as a girl, that you can attack it. You know what I mean? Like no one's ever been like, oh, that girl is she's anti-man because she she said something nasty to a guy who yeah. who demeaned and degraded her for yeah. her looks. Yeah. Mm. But it's it's probably I, I feel bad for her. She's just pro her. That. Yeah. She's. Um, Where are you yeah. gonna say I stepped on it? What? Where are you gonna say I stepped on it? You said like one of the best things. Oh, I remember my moment. Like just a moment in comedy. It was like one of my favorite moments in comedy. It was like I was like a year and a half in. And I had this like grammar joke that's just like it just took it takes a second it takes a second to piece together because I say something and then you you have to figure oh it's like oh the spelling of a word he said before must be different it's not mm -hmm. like that like smart of a joke but it's just like it's silly in that you have to piece it together and I remember I did the joke I tried it like a couple open mics and I had like this big awesome crowd I was opening for Paul Varghese at like the uh, comedy club in Houston and mm -hmm. um, the improv and I did the joke. And I paused for the laughter, and a couple people chuckled. And I had, uh, I was just, and I thought, aw. Right, and there was silence. And I was, I just stopped, and I had to reset, and I was about to do my next joke, and all of a sudden that, that, everyone. that chuckle turned into another chuckle. Yeah. And people started, it was, collectively, I remember, I everyone it collectively got it. Room, sweep around the back, back around. <laughs> and then people weren't just laughing at the joke. The people who got the joke early were laughing at the people who took a second. <laughs> so there was all this stuff going on that I had no control over anymore. And it was, this sound, I'm just, it sounds right, but it was just a wonderful, just like, 
That's so fun. That's and so it was good. All like, and yeah. I'm not a great performer. I'm not very funny as a person. But if like I can write a set of words that cause your brain to do that weird synaptic misfire, yeah, uh, th- th- that's really gratifying. I remember that moment of like, I want to write. I want to write as many jokes like that as I can, because you get just such a different. And it's that. It's like I said. It's that nature of laughter, and yeah. you can tell different kinds of laughter. Yeah. Uh, that's that's that's. If, I, if, those, if those were the best two days of my life, that was the best five seconds of my life. <laughs> of just like, ooh, like because the, the laughter, I didn't like, no joke could do that. Well, yeah, and like everyone laughing at the same time, it overtakes you, and you're like, oh, yeah. this feels amazing. But there was I can't a, imagine how amazing you guys feel too. Yeah, like, and there, but there's the crazy part was there was a moment of complete silence. There was some chuckles, like ha, ah, and then absolute silence. Yeah. And then laughter. You let it linger, and it, they caught it. That's good. And that joke has missed many, many times since. <laughs> but I know our just like, sometimes people, if, if it were a room full of people who just got it right away, it wouldn't be a funny joke. Like, ha, ah, yeah, no, we get it. But the fact that it takes some people a second is what it's, it's, yeah, it's a little. You're like, they're, 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 it's, it's, your, your, your. It was a your, your joke. That's <laughs> a your, your joke. I'm sure I'm not the first person to do a your, your joke. I'm not like some, sure that grammar jokes or well-tread territory. I did a, I did a... What's your, do you have a favorite, what, do you have a favorite thing in comedy? Um, yes. I love the feeling of making someone laugh and then it's like something that I also think is funny so there's like that connection there where, like, because it wasn't there before and you built this like small relationship of trust with this stranger where they're yeah. just like they're just like hey man that was funny and you're like thank you like <laughs> yeah man that's what's crazy about stand-up is it takes so much trust and respect to laugh with someone at something they said yeah so much yeah, it's, the fact that we go up and demand people laugh at us slash with us <laughs> is so narcissistic yeah but if you can do it wow how special like i'll i'll break sometimes you laugh. You on laugh stage. on stage, or you laugh. Yeah. Yeah, that must be lovely. It's fun. It's so you fucking have a lovely fun. Lovely laugh. Thank you. <laughs> I, I have no problem with laughing on stage if it's genuine. If I'm laughing on stage, it's a fun. It's a fun show. Yeah. I heard um, someone shit on like like Chris D'Elia recently. Like, oh, Chris D'Elia. No one calls him for it, but he laughs at his jokes. Like, yeah, because it's genuine. Like yeah. he's really having fun he's on stage. And he's like, yo, but like, <laughs> no, but like, <laughs> stop. And he's like doing like the little, and it's like, yeah. oh, that's great. That's like better than the punchlines to me. <laughs> oh, he's so like, and he's, he gets that little smirk out of his face. I love Delia, man. With the eyebrow. It's the eyebrow. He's so funny. God, <laughs> is he good live. And Incorrigible is really good. Who? Incorrigible is the new album. Did you hear his Marin interview? Uh, no. He just did Mark Marin. I really listened to that yesterday, and I was like, Jesus. If this guy can have that much it. humility, he never in the one in the whole hour and a half episode I listened, he never used the word killed or crushed. Oh, nice! He never once referred to him. And there's a moment where he was like, "Yeah," and then I I showcased for Mitzi, and I uh, uh, she liked me. I was like, "Ah!" He was gonna say, it, but he didn't because he's so fucking. And I was like, "If he can be that humble, what the fuck? Am, how am I bragging? <laughs> fucking, are you me? Really? Yeah, quit bragging so much, man. <laughs> what are some other great things you've done?" <laughs> um, 
But you know what I liked about that interview? This is a good <coughs> podcast on a podcast. He and this, you, you are this breed too. Huh. And Ron Funches is this breed. Huh. Um, he was like, I don't have some deep, dark, nasty thing inside of me. Yeah. I'm sick of people saying comedians have to have, you know, leg braces and be bedwetters. It's like, there's a new crop of comedy. My friend Marco Tano was saying that too. Of like, He's like that too. Of like, well, maybe we just want to be funny. Is that crazy? Is it crazy we have to be nerds who were bullied to be funny? Because yeah. comedy is, it's 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 kind of a. I mean, there are rigid structures within. It's an art form, but within it, there are there are, there's formatting to jokes. Well, and there's also like humor has has you know. Yeah, and it patterns. doesn't it doesn't always mean like. And you're a positive guy. Rob Funches is a positive guy. Yeah, and it doesn't always That's mean funny. like you had like a bad. Uh, childhood, like trauma, some trauma that you're trying to work through, or whatever. Like, um, yeah, I was bullied a little bit, and like a little bit. Uh, we were probably about the same amount. But I found like I found my group of friends yeah. in high school, and we were all kind of like, uh, I was gonna say the outsiders, but just like we weren't, we weren't because. Okay, let me finish the sentence first. You weren't fucking cheerleaders. <laughs> I wasn't. I wasn't a cheerleader. They didn't even have male cheerleaders at my high school. Um, yet. I don't know if they do now, but the, I wasn't into Wait, sports. Male cheerleaders. I, that was a joke, right? No, for real. Like, bring it on. You've seen that movie. They, they really have male I've cheerleaders. I've never heard of male cheerleaders. Yeah, the high schools and stuff. Oh, okay. I thought you were doing like, my school didn't even have male cheerleaders. <laughs> I was like, ah, oh, oh, he's sincere. No, that's real. Um, your high school. So, yeah, we were just our own thing. Like, we'd go to punk shows and like, um, whatever, but. What was I getting at? Something, it doesn't have to be traumatic. You're not bullied. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, I was bullied a little bit, but... You but be, I, I was always, like... to be funny, I think. I but. was always, like, positive, I think. Yeah. It I, took it took a minute when we first moved to Kentucky, because I was ripped away from Santa Maria. Do you know where that is? It's, like, nor- an hour north of Santa Barbara. Nina and, uh... Yeah, Nina and Pinta. Pinta yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. exactly... Right, right between them, or is it a lot? <laughs> yeah. So... Ripped away from there in California and brought to Northern Kentucky for high school. So freshman year was a little rough. I know how you feel. Yeah. Because yeah, I went from Corpus Christi and like magnet schools to like private, private, private school in the South. I think you heard me talk about yeah. that, but yeah. Yeah. Just elitism on another level. Yeah, because yeah. not only... But we, there, we all felt that way in some way in high school. But not only was there a huge culture shock from California to the middle of nowhere... Lack of culture shock, yeah. Yeah. But... It was just, like, people would, like, try and bully based on things that I knew were cool already. Like, or not even were cool, just, like, something that I did. Like, I I would shop at thrift stores ever since I was, like, 10. Yeah, in Cali, that's really cool. And in Western Kentucky, they're still stuck in 1982. Yeah, I was in Northern Kentucky, and I had this uh, button-down shirt with, like, California oranges and stuff like all over it very fun sounding yeah right and then this guy goes hey nice shirt what do you think this is Florida or something that's like one of my first days of school and I was like what (laughs) not only did that insult not affect me but I was just like you what do you I mean first of all it's kind of like guy's struggling to pay his mortgage right now yeah of course I hope so he's got six kids and he hates his wife (laughs) (laughs) 
here's the thing. He's miserable. <laughs> I'm just taking delight in other people's misery. Listen, past bullies. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I think it is? You know what I think it is? Is that to be good at comedy, what you need to be really, to be great at comedy, you need an original take. Because there's a lot of comedians who are proficient. We'll yeah. go out and do clubs and cruises, you know, yeah. and road, road. But the ones who are great have a new perspective and a new way of saying things. And that comes from being an anti-conformist. That comes from being an outsider. That comes from having a different perspective. Yeah. And a lot of times trauma and solitude can lend themselves to that. Yeah. But you can also just be uh, an inventive person yeah. without those things. Clay, and that's not just clay, comedy. Clay molding clay. Nah, whatever. <laughs> My parents just didn't want to buy me Legos. And that was I don't think. I'd like to have, I wish I was more like, you know what I mean? I get to also guys like Jay Weingarten. They're just so out there. They're just oh. so creative and brilliant. I wish I could think like Did that. Have you I seen wish... his website? I heard you talked about it on Dave Ross's podcast. Oh, yeah, yeah, he showed me it. Yeah. Yeah. It's so good. It's, it's so fun. I watched his. He's so. There's people like that. Wardell is one of those people who's, whose brain just works so differently. Who is he's, it? Brandon Wardell. He's oh, Brandon Wardell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's one of those people, too. He's so creative. Um, <laughs> and it, it's cool. Oh, Mike Kaplan. Oh, there we go. I'm looking at the past people. Yeah, dude. Captain Yacht. He's very, very funny. He's had. Did he open up yeah. about his past? Um, no, I mean, we didn't go. Too much okay. into that. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've heard him on podcasts too. He's had a crazy life. Uh, but I don't think you need, I don't think you need, I don't know. I like, I'd like to think that there's more people, like Ron Funches and you, or it's just like a, yeah. Because when you go to open mics, it's kind of toxic. I'm just like, I'm so broke, I'm so lonely, I'm so bad at talking <laughs> to girls. Like, yeah, yeah, I, I, and I'm learning this recently too of like, you do need to. You, you kind of have to belittle yourself in some way. Yeah. To be funny. Some way. Yeah. Unless you're Andrew Dice Clay or Anthony Jeselnik. Yeah. You have to. And I fought for years, and it just kind of dawned on me recently, like, you got to do just a little more of just, like, let them know what your soft spots are. You got to. Yeah. You have to be... I try not to have too many. Open to the crowd. Yeah. Because when, when you're not, then they go, well, he doesn't have... He doesn't think he has any weaknesses at all. Yeah. Who does he think he is kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. Yeah, unless yeah, it's, it's like fun. a facade, like, uh, Justin Nick and, like, yeah. yeah. But there is, you can have, like, like Tosh is still one of my favorites, uh, but he has, there's a lot of cockiness, there's a lot of vulnerability, too. Um, yeah. But I love, for me, one of my favorite, I've said this before, but one of my favorite things in comedy is cockiness. Because <laughs> it's very easy to go on stage, like, I have a small dick, you're like, ah, you know what I mean, I'm bad at talking, it's easy to win the credit with that. If you yeah. talk to, go, go up on stage, you'll be like, I have a lot of money now. <laughs> That's funny. If you could, because you take such a risk and say, like, I fucked uh, a model the other day. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm not saying about me. I'm saying about, like, other people. Yes, uh, you did. I know. I never, yes, never once, did. never have I ever fucked a model. Every I have, day. I have standards. Every um, day. Uh, but, like, it's fun to see if you can talk about the things that are going your way. And then if you, because you take a risk, because you can, if you lose the crowd, if you lose yeah. the crowd doing self-deprecation, whatever. You just weren't very funny. Yeah. If you lose a crowd being cocky, you bomb. Yeah. You bomb really hard. And then they just go, who's they this asshole? You. Yeah. Sometimes you're not funny. They hate you. <laughs> uh, but if you can win them over, you get to brag and people laugh. And that, like, holy shit, that's crack. That's the best <laughs> feeling. Um, so it's fun to do that, but you got to pepper in. You have to pepper in something. You have to show them, like, yeah, but I'm terrible at sports. <laughs> yeah, but I'm, I'm, I'm just so, yeah. like, I'm, I'm so sick of myself. I'm so, Because like, everyone's weird. bad at something. Oh, we'll and everyone wants to be better at something. 
And it's also really fun to hear from someone who seems to. It always it's always fun to hear from someone who seems. Oh, that seems to have a lot going, and be like, here's what actually still bothers me though. I love hearing um, Gerard Carmichael is one of the best comics I know at making sure when his life gets better and changes, his material still matches that. Yeah. He had. I didn't know him when he first came out here, but he was broke, and he was talking about being broke. I'm sure. Yeah. Now he talks about how he was broke, but now he has money. Mm-hmm. And he talks about being rich and paying a lot of money for. It talks about being famous. Talks about being, having enough money to go to like, and he makes it all funny, and that's so impressive to me. Yeah. Um, CK keeps his act current. Mm-hmm. Though there is like a weird thing. It is weird hearing like really, really successful comedians talk about like. And I was at the supermarket. and I was talking to the cashier. I'm like, yeah, but what about the part where the cashier knows who you are, right? <laughs> so at what point in comedy can you not like in like Seinfeld? It's like, oh yeah, you're yeah. talking about like golf is a weird sport, but like well, what about even now Seinfeld like. There's people who don't know who he is, what his show is, who were born in the 90s. And you're like, what? Why? Yeah, it's the same way. I've, I've never watched an episode of The Cosby Show. Oh. Yeah. Okay. I've seen, I've seen like a handful of episodes. Uh, I saw way more Fresh Prince than Cosby Show. I wrote, I wrote a paper on Bill Cosby in high school. Okay. He was that, on that show. And, then the, and we talk, I talked about The Fresh Prince as well. That was a great show. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they did a lot. You don't realize that they did a lot to reverse gender. I mean, uh, 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 racial stereotypes. Yeah. Because before yeah. that, every black character on major sitcoms was a parody of a black character. Yeah. Extremely racist. Yeah. What's happening and like. Um, Good times. Yeah. Family t- family ties. No. No. Like moving on up. Is that yeah. Jeffersons? The Jeffersons. Jeffersons. <laughs> but. Um, uh, yeah, yeah, like them recognizing someone at the register at the store. Seinfeld may not get it as much as like ten years ago, but Louis probably does. And like, yeah, um, I saw Louis not sign an autograph or not take a picture with someone outside the the cellar. Oh yeah, not like a dick way. It's right. people walk that. It was just very interesting. He was probably just like no, no. He was just like nah, and they're like it was it was an older couple, and they walked up, and he was sitting talking to you know like the comics around him, and he was they walk up like. Hey, can we get a picture with you? And he goes, nah. And, you know, like how like his tone with the smile. Yeah. Ha. And then she she starts to reach around his shoulder, and he goes, no, nah, I really just don't want to. Sorry, I just don't. I just don't feel like it. Yeah. Like okay. That's fine. That's a fine and way to say no. And then everyone asked him. Everyone like, so what was that about? And I, I asked him like the only thing I've ever said to him. Not like I'm like friends. But, like I was just happy <laughs> to stand there and be like, I'm gonna contribute to the conversation. I was like, <laughs> I was like, are you afraid like a line would form? And he was like, no, nah, I just I just didn't want to do it. Yeah. I was like, wow. Okay. <laughs> But that matches his personality. Yeah, yeah, it really does. If he was happy to take a picture with mm-hmm. anyone who came up to him, mm-hmm. you'd be like, hold up, what's going on? I, I saw Tosh last night at the Improv. I've never seen him in a club before. Oh, really? I've never met him. Saw him once in an arena. He's my favorite. He's like probably the only comic who I really, really, really love. Before? I haven't met or like been on a show with in some way. Oh, okay. Not been on a show. Been at, seen them at a club when I was hanging out at a club. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I, he, I, I walked in last night and he was doing a set at the Improv, killing He's, and, like, I've never seen him in a small room. It's amazing when you see a good comic, a comic who you enjoy on TV, yeah. and then you can see him in a club setting, and, like, it's just unbelievable. And uh, he was killing. I didn't see him walk in. And I was going to try to see if I, like, maybe walk by me or something, like, on his way out. He darted out the door straight to his car. And it makes you realize yeah. he's a level of famous that we don't really, we can't even comprehend. Well, and I but, think... Like, we think, oh, Jim Gaffigan. Like, dude, Tosh can't go out in public. Well, it all it also might it also might come from like the whole thing where he told the rape joke and the girl and then like so like he might 
Nah, I don't buy it. He might be afraid of like. Uh, I mean, Dan Cook hangs. Getting but... shit for it, and but I I met him before. Dan Cook likes meeting people. That's always been his personality. That's been his whole career. He likes hanging out with people at the yeah. shows. But I I met, met who? Tosh uh-huh. a few times. How? And it was before Tosh Point and all oh. that. Oh. And uh, so I saw him at the Improv in he Irvine. My, he was my favorite before then too. Saw him at the Improv in Irvine a couple times. And then I saw him at Spreckles. It's this like small theater in San Diego. Uh huh. And he's super nice. Like he was super nice. He's kind of shy time. though. Yeah, yeah. He's but, so good. Well, like he was touring with. I don't remember the comic's name. I think it was Matt something. But he, like, the comic he was touring with had all these one-liners. Like, he came out on stage and he was like, uh, I just parked my meat truck outside. Or no, I drove, I must have driven here in a meat truck because I am slaughtering right now. Like, that kind of stuff. Yeah. Did you enjoy it or was it kind of like... Yeah, yeah. Like, uh, my friend, my friend keeps asking me, Sorry, I don't remember your name, but I these lawn liners are funny. He goes, my friend keeps asking me to go see Dirty Dancing 2 Havana Nights with them. And I'm like, Psh, no Swayze, no Wazy. <laughs> <laughs> That's so stupid. Yeah. Who's your favorite comic? Uh, Louie's up there. Um, Zach. Galifianakis. Yeah. Let's I get see. to see him live. So many, so many great. Mulaney is my favorite. Hedberg. Mulaney and Hannibal Mulaney are Mulaney is amazing. TJ. TJ? Rory. Um, I haven't seen Rory live either. Thomas really Middleditch. Pete Holmes. Pete's great. Um, Kumail. Jonah. From uh, The Meltdown. It's know? funny It's funny how your list is like mine in that it's a lot of comics who are out now you'd see in LA. Yeah. Because it's like, people are like, oh, like Carlin. Have you listened to Carlin lately? <laughs> It's just not the same. Yeah. It's like my 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 heroes are people who are like five years older than me. That's so weird. <laughs> it's cool though. Some of them are like my age. It's just kind of depressing. But. It's really cool because you're like, whoa, they're doing such amazing things. Like, and their comedy is so good. Um, Bamford, Silverman. Beth Stelling is, is climbing up my list fast. Beth Stelling's great. Dude, her, de- her delivery is so good. It's no, so nonchalant. Oh, it's not like crazy. Man. It's not like crazy amounts of energy. It's so comfortable, yet so yeah. It's so comfortable yet so engaging. It's like it's a trade off in comedy between being like com- comfortable uh, between at ease and being boring. Like those two can kind of fade into each other sometimes. Yeah. yeah. She really never. You just want. You just want to like. You're just like. <laughs> Those people, she talks a little softly. Yeah. She's like, you're like really listening. She's so good. <laughs> she nails it. And she has like really subtle act outs in characters. Not like she's not like trying to grab. Like there's some people who are like, yeah. I know this is a good act out, so I'm gonna try too hard with it. Like she's just like, a, I'm just gonna casually do my mother's voice. Like, hello. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know that joke. Hello. Yeah. Where she she tosses her hair about hello. It's yeah. like in a quilt. <laughs> inside another quilt. Inside another quilt. In are, reverse. Are there any other questions? Have I missed any other questions? No. That's, that's all the questions? Yeah, that's the, that's the questions. What were the questions? Um, I'm wearing a polo how, with, with how long? gym shorts. Mm-hmm. Is that, like, cool? Is this, like, good clothes for, like, a, a hike date? It's, like, the coolest. <laughs> a hike date. You're going on a hike date? Hike date. Oh, right. Um, sure. I don't know. I'm, I not, I'm like not very active, so... <laughs> I, just like, I, thought, I, I thought I'd look like, oh, look how... He's, that dude doesn't give a fuck. He wears a polo. <laughs> Gym shorts from his high 
high school. It's business casual. Casual. Yeah, I mean, like, where... Dude, he must... Um, oh, what was I going to say? The, the, the questions, yeah. How long have you been doing it? Uh, How long have you been doing it? For, like, five and a half years. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, you started before Tosh.0? I must have. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. 2008 was when I started. And... And then I was in the, uh, like, like six months in, like, this motherfucker, pointing at myself, was like... He's pointing at him. Yeah, I, uh, <laughs> I signed on for the OC's, like, funniest person contest. Like, I used to do, like, weird stuff on stage. Like, mm-hmm. I'd bring my guitar up and, like, play a short song or whatever. And then I, I got to a point where I was like, I don't want to bring my guitar anymore. Like... <laughs> It's a hassle to be like, okay, and then hookups, and then get the sound levels, and like, whatever. It's like more, and it's also like, a, can act as like a barrier between you and the and the crowd. Big time, yeah. Um, like, and so many have overcome it, like, like Nick Thune's last special, I just saw it, it's so good. Yeah? Yeah, Folk Hero, have you seen it? No. You gotta watch it, it's good. I see it. Um, but. I have to watch him. Yeah. Wait, you said you try not to watch him? Yeah. How come? Certain people you don't want to watch because they might have a similar perspective to you. And it's just like, uh, it'll get in your head. You know what I mean? <laughs> it was like a joke you knew. You, you, you were like, oh, I, I bet if I hadn't heard that, I would have found a way to write my own joke about that. You know what oh. I mean? But now I can't do it because I've heard him do it. <laughs> I, try to watch, I try not to watch too much comedy. Yeah? Yeah. Um, I go to a lot of comedy shows. I go to The Meltdown on Wednesdays. I go to... Um, this one called I get them, yeah. Those Good Heroin on I go to that, Saturdays. Yeah. That's great. Matt Matt Ingebretson and Dave Ross. Yeah, they're incredible. So funny. Matt Ingebretson has gotten really good lately because he's this one-liner guy and he's a brilliant one-liner guy, but now he's doing like long-form stuff because yeah. he has to do new material every week for yeah. that show. Yeah. So good. It he's for- so funny. It forces you to make new material. And then the comedy show I'm going to go to every Thursday is Duplex Comedy Suplex, everyone. It's well, here. It's here. I'm running a comedy show out of here. I'll come check it out. Yeah. The first one is tomorrow. What time? Uh, 8 o'clock. 8. I want it to be 8 to 9.30. Like, I want it to end at 9... Like, 9.30 at the latest, because noise for neighbors or whatever, and like... Who's on it? Paul Danke, Will Weldon, Dave Ross, Clay Cassis, Asif... Ali. Ali. Oh, he's a friend of mine. He's very, very and, funny. And then me. Like, I'm going to do a set up top. Or no. That's a good lineup. That's a really good lineup. I think I'm going to get host, and then, well, when this episode comes out, it will have already happened. But I think I'm going to, like, go up. No, maybe not even go up at the beginning. Yeah, my buddy Aldrin's going to bring me up. Okay. <laughs> and I I wrote a theme song and everything. Duplex comedy suplex. I mean, kinda. <laughs> okay. But it sounds more you like posters. A... Yeah. You should send posters. You should be the first show to have sculptures instead of posters. Dude, if you. Hell <laughs> no. Yeah. I don't have enough time for yeah. that. Um, but the poster. I made a huge poster to like be the banner on the wall behind the comics and everything. And I don't have money to go to Kinko's and print out a big piece of paper. So I printed it out on regular pieces of paper, cut it all up, and then taped it together, like, as close as I possibly could on the lines, and that's the 
banner. Who cares? <laughs> How have we not like met before? Oh, I I think we've seen you at other open mics, but you like uh, snake into the green room, and then I'm like, oh, oh, am I that guy? A little, a little bit, but like, Sorry. not not in a in a um, elitist. Right, not no. in that kind of way. You're just like, I like hanging out in the green room, and they I just let like being me. So people. I like talking, <laughs> I like having conversations. I guess I'm a, a terrible comedy. <laughs> Okay. What else? Plug your plug your stuff. Oh, I have a website called MondayPunday.com. Okay. Uh, I work really hard on it. It's really stupid, but um, I draw pictures and I put them up every Monday, and they're visual play on words, uh, like so visual puns. So if you want to work out your brain, uh, it's like a classic example is like a, like a caveman who's not wearing a shirt and he's sculpting a vase, and the answer is uh, Harry Potter. So I do one of those every month. I'm doing it for like five years. <laughs> There's hundreds online. I'm going to keep doing it for as long as I can. Harry Potter. Harry Potter. <laughs> that's not like, that's a pretty lame one. There's some much better ones, I must say. Um, and then, yeah, watch Not Exactly News on MTV2 coming out this summer. Um, check out Guy Code. Um, stay hydrated. Uh, call your mother. Call your dad, too. Everyone says call your mother. Your dad's just as lonely. Yeah, and stay uh, hydrated, but also stay high. Like... Stay high. Get high. Get high at night. Try to stay... If you get high, try to get high after 10 p.m., like, because then nothing bad happens. Don't get higher in the day, but... Well, you uh, can't, like, if you... I, I, I mean... Okay, if you're with friends. Right. Higher in the day with friends or high alone at night. Don't get high by yourself during the day. That's when your life starts spiraling out of control. Also, well, unless you, like, Swim, do, stay fit. Stay you fit. do creative stuff while you're high. Yeah. But also, don't, I don't. <laughs> don't, um, oh crap, what was I going to, Get oh. enough sleep, sleep and hydration, super important. Don't smoke weed right before you go on stage or yeah. like even in the same day. Even the same day, I bombed, I, I had a, one time I, I, did I tell you about that? I mean, I'm sure some people are good at it. I went on a I, show I'm not. called, uh, what's it called? I don't even, I'm not even going to say the name because it's stupid, but it was like, it was one of the coolest shows I've been booked on in town. It was actually on one of those like really cool shows with like an awesome lineup. P-Y-H-T? No. Let's put your hands together. No, it wasn't that. <laughs> uh, it was a good show, and uh, the crowd was good, and, and I was like, oh, and they were like, like, Emily Gordon was in the audience, and I was like, oh, yeah, this will be, yeah. I gotta do well Was it tonight. the Meltdown? No. No. <laughs> I wish. Uh, Meltdown's such an amazing room. Hot tub? No. Stop guessing. <laughs> um, and I had gotten high to take a nap earlier today, and when I got on stage, I was still a little high, and I... <laughs> I didn't have fun. <coughs> you so, didn't deliver. And uh, stay in shape, guys. It's not like people like, oh, it, do it. It makes your life better. Uh, do cardio <laughs> half an hour, three times a week. It'll make every... Sleep. Yeah, you know, no, don't make excuses. Eat right. Um, it, drink Mountain Dew, though. Pray. It's really good. Pray to Satan. Pray to Satan whoa, every whoa. day. Eat Del Taco. They have these two for don't four... Don't eat Del Taco. Two for four fish tacos. They're so good. Eat turkey sandwiches. <laughs> Don't eat sugar. Avoid those fatty foods. Okay. Um, okay. Keep it keep it crispy. No, no, that's not, <laughs> that's not mine. No. <laughs> Pete said he would do my podcast. Shut up. Well, I mean, like, yeah, he said like, uh, um, the he, way the way to contact him. He was like, yeah, I check I check my check my messages. So. That's awesome. He's here online. Yeah, he's great. Uh. Anything else to play? Have I talked shit on anyone? I've said a lot of comics were good. I haven't said any were bad. You didn't talk shit. I am. Carefully. I talk a lot of shit. <laughs> when I'm not being recorded, I love, 
I love talking shit. Why? And the closer the person is to you, the more fun it is to talk shit about them. Have you noticed that? Well, that's true. If they're like your friend, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I call my mom to talk shit about my brother, and then I call my brother to talk shit about my mom. It's great. <laughs> it's great. Cool. Okay. Well, Thanks, man. Yeah, this has been You and Me and Thoughts and Talk with Doug Culp and Matthew Broussard. <laughs>